Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. As I mentioned in the Daily Financial News this morning, I have a special guest at 10 o'clock. We got the man from San Antonio, Texas. Let's welcome Charles to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm so honored for you to uh, to give me this time. appreciate you. Oh, man, I think you have a very interesting story. Uh, you and I have been doing this a long time, multiple decades. And the first time uh, I bring you on the show, Charles, we just got to go back to the beginning. I know it by, might be a little PTSD because uh, both of us started before the crash, which means we probably felt some pain. Uh, but yep. the story ends really, really well. So, uh, Charles, uh, why don't you first introduce yourself, who you are, what you do now, and then we'll get in a time machine and go back to where it started. Great. So my name is Charles. Um, a lot of people call me Uncle Charles because maybe I'm getting a little older. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, I run this company here with my partner, Michael Giannis. Uh, it's, the name of it is HBHS. Uh, it's actually a series of different companies. We do a lot of stuff here. I couldn't do it without my team. Um, I'm very big on team. So we got guys doing you know, land, guys doing multifamily, guys doing wholesaling, reverse wholesaling, MLS wholesaling. We break it all down into different stuff. We do a lot of subject twos. Uh, we hold pretty good, you know, a sizable, respectable portfolio. A lot of it's made up of sub two rentals, sub two Airbnb, mm -hmm. sub two wraps. So we're real big on that. And then of course we do a lot of creative financing. That's our that's our that's our backbone. Those two things. But uh, other than that, we have you know we invested in a beautiful office. It's about a five thousand square foot office. Very nice. Very. It's a very beautiful office because we wanted all our people to feel good. Uh, about where they come to, uh, you know, to work, and 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 they're all here as entrepreneurs. There's not one person in here that's an employee. Nice. They all work. They all work with us, not for us. That's our philosophy, and that's what we do, brother. There you go. This is gonna be fun. We're gonna get into all that creative financing stuff, but as promised, let's jump in that time machine, go back to when this all started. So, Charles, wh when did real estate investing first bite you, and and you sort of get your taste of that? Uh, around 2003. I, uh, yeah, I, around 2003, I, uh, I, I was actually part at the time, you know, the internet was booming, right? At the time mm -hmm. it was, it was crazy. And I actually was brought on board with a credit restoration company that I, that I, that I got on with okay. and they actually were national at the time. And it was crazy the way this guy was growing exponentially. And, uh, and, and then some things started happening. So I, I just broke away and I did my own thing. I was getting a lot of traction. And, and the thing about it back then, what people don't realize is that when you make cold calling, you go to the yellow book, mm -hmm. uh, the yellow book, and you turn out the pages, you start making calls. Yeah. And uh, that was the old school way, or you knock on people's doors. And I, I got to know a lot of a lot of mortgage brokers. Back then, there was a lot of brokers before the government stepped in. Mm -hmm. And having said that, I got real close with them. And I just, you know, one day I said, hey, I got some deals. How about I bring them here? And I was fortunate enough that two and two brokers said, why don't you do the deals? And they just started teaching me. And then, and then I got, I, I started getting pretty good at it at about three months. I just started learning. I was pouring everything into it. And I ended up, I ended up coming on board with a, with a, with a broker shop. 
And within six months, I ended up taking over as as uh, the manager of the shop, wow. and then I ended up ended up uh, uh, running a few mortgage banks and, and a broker shop. So it was pretty fabulous what I was doing. I had about I had quite a few LOs that were working under my umbrella. Remember, I never consider people employees, so mm-hmm. they were working with us. It's not for us. And uh, running those shops taught me a lot, man. We were doing conventional loans, a lot of Govy loans, FHA, USDA, mm-hmm. and uh, and VA loans. So I got really good at that stuff. Um, and and then and then 2008 hit. <laughs> yeah. So let's just we'll we'll put this behind us in a minute. So kind of pre 2008, you were on the lending side. You were helping homeowners, buyers. Uh, basically, you were you were one of those folks like the Big Short. That's a movie I'm sure all of us have seen. You were feeding the beast, right? Wall Street was hungry for loans, and you were feeding the beast, right? Is that fair? You know, I I um I never did. I, I never oversaw many conventional loans. Okay. So I like to say that uh that I didn't feed the beast that much, right? Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But but uh you know I oversaw a lot of uh, gubby loans. You know now I, I did recognize somewhere around 2006 and seven I was talking to a few you know I was talking you know with a few friends of mine because everybody was involved at the time. And I was like, man, this this doesn't look right, man. We got a lot of loan officers putting people into adjustable rate mortgage loans just to refinance them again and double dip. Yeah, yeah. And there was, there was a conflict there, and everybody was doing it. And in the end, that's what ended up breaking the back of uh, of the system. Yeah, it's pretty hard to believe, man. I, I've gone back and done the research. I actually went back 50 years. But back in, I think it was 07, 50% of the loans that were originated were uh, somehow adjustable. Mm, yeah. And and today it's less than 5%. But yeah, those adjustables, those two and 28s, those nagams, all yeah. of that toxic nonsense was just uh, built. It was built to blow up and boy, did it blow up. The pick a pace. I remember we'll oh, say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a, yeah, I mean, 2007, I, I, I wasn't really big into conventionals. We threw a loan up to some company in, in, in New Jersey. I think it was MTI or something. And it had a social name. It was, it was called a Nina, no income, no assets. And they yeah. approved it at a 560 credit score. I was like, oh, whoa. Something's wrong. <laughs> Something's wrong here, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nina, no income, no assets, 560 credit score got approved in a heartbeat. Was, yeah, Wall Street was hungry. I mean, it, it was it was bad. So, okay, so the market blows up. You know, real estate, my market, man, fell 75% from the peak. All right, there was a house I had that was worth 300 that suddenly retrades, I don't know, two years later when the when the debt blows up at 75. So I seen it blow up in person. Um, how, how did it go for you? I'm guessing mortgage business kind of dried up and, and you, you had to go somewhere else. Well, the thing, the thing of it is that I, I was, I was in the mortgage business, but I was, I was helping a lot of investors uh, get into transactions, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and so I, I learned a lot dealing with investors and I ended up doing some of my own deals and I was learning a lot, learning a lot. And I had a few homes and I was on top of the world. Now coming from the street, because that's yeah. you know, that's where I grew up, you know. Um, when you amass a good a good chunk of money, you know, and I thought I was on top of the world with about three million in assets. Yeah, I, I I thought I was on top. What what ended up happening when everything started crashing, you don't shut down mm-hmm. right away because things are falling apart. Nobody does that. Yeah. And 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 I was actually a novice in that arena at that height, at, at whatever status I was at. I was a novice at that height, and and I didn't really realize that the market was collapsing around around us, and uh, then, you know you're just focused on what you're doing. And next thing I knew, and, and I tell this to a lot of people, especially a lot of people today that are making money and they're flashing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, guys, 
$2 million, $1 million, $3 million. It's nothing, man, because I saw it come out of my hands like that. It was just pouring out of, pouring out of me. And, and I couldn't stop it, man, because, you know, I had all these, all these accounts, credit accounts, leases. And, and you know, I, you know I, I went downhill pretty bad, man. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, when, once the government stepped in, they got the NMLS going and it, it got real bad. And, and I saw some really hard times. You know, I filed bankruptcy twice, a seven, then a 13. I'm not ashamed to, mm-hmm. to, to share that. That's what happened. I lost mm-hmm. in 2010. Let me put it this way. In January of 2011, brother, I had $200 in my pocket, mm. and I had about a, about $8,000 nut come uh, every single month. Wow. And I didn't know how to tell my wife, man. I was just like, it, it was bad. So so, 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 I decided, um, so that's what I was left with. I decided in December that I was going to launch a company, and, and I, that's what I did. So, and and I, I had 200 bucks left, and now I'm here, so. There you go. Well, now let's rebuild it, right? It, the world got a center fire, went away. But it, what is great about the U.S. is you can be reborn, and you have done some amazing things since then. So let's. Uh, so it's now what 2010, 11, 12. When is when did I, I forgot? 2012. It starts to rebuild. Yeah. So so what happened with me is you know I was really good at uh, at numbers, man. So I so, so I reached out to a lot of uh, private investors mm-hmm. and and some hard money lenders, and I started just brokering cash, you know, started brokering money, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. and so in doing so, you're going to learn how to be real creative. And I had already learned a lot of creative stuff because you, you had to get creative with the loans back then. And, and, uh, and so that's how I was sustaining myself from, you know, from, uh, let's, let's just say after I lost everything by, by late part of 08 to right around uh, the beginnings of 11, I was, I was facilitating private money. And, okay. uh, then I just decided, you know what? I'm helping all these investors do all these transactions. I'm going to take a shot at this. And nice. uh, a good friend of mine was a real estate broker. He had been a mortgage broker. And I said, hey, let me start a, a real estate company under your brand. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. A lot of people don't realize they can start a real estate company under an LLC as long as a broker sponsors you. Mm-hmm. And that's how I launched uh, Home Buying, Home Selling, Nice, which eventually became HPHS. That is awesome. So this is going to be a fun story. One thing I failed that I didn't ask earlier, have you always been in San Antonio? Like this, this story is San Antonio through and through. I've been here about 20 years now. Okay. So, you know, um, I, I moved around a lot in the beginning, you know, look, a lot of times, you know, I, I've talked about this a little bit, you know, I mean, I was in the military mm-hmm. uh, in my, my, in my late teens and, you know, and uh, I've had some success and I owned a club when I was young, but I've also had, some stumbles, man. I've made some some massive mistakes. You know, like I said, I grew up on the streets, so that's what I knew. I eventually went to uh, university, got a, a bachelor's degree in business and finance. And how I did that, I don't know, because <laughs> I was share with you the amount of street knowledge or street activity that I was involved in when I was young. Uh. You think like, no, this guy has to be a statistic. But what I say to everybody is, when they come to me and they say, man, I don't know how to do this, Charles. I say, what you got to do is you got to put one foot in front of the other, make a decision, stay focused and get it done. There you go. Absolutely. Well, let's talk, let's now start talking about the birth of HBHS, right? Because uh, this is always fun. It's, it's coming, you know, build, rebuilding is often a better story than getting lucky the first time. And uh, so let's talk about HBHS and how that would, that started. Cause it's a, it's a fun story. Yeah. So, you know, I launched, it was called Home Buying, Home Selling, which mm-hmm. we still have that, that company, but everybody told me that's a funny name. And, uh, <laughs> and at, this, at the same time, my daughter was dating this young man 
who was in the military who was making her drive to Fort Polk. And I was upset about that because she would drive all the way over there to see him. Mm. And he finally came and we met and he was a very nice guy. And uh, we got to know each other and we actually became really good friends. And he's still my partner and best friend today. Mm. And, uh, and I you said- Wait, him, wait, 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 wait. You're best friends with your daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, we're, we're friends. We're, we're really good friends, man. All right. There you and, go. That, um, you don't hear that every day. <laughs> uh, we're actually best friends. You know, we- Okay. We, that's great. You know, I just wanted to make sure I heard it right. <laughs> yeah. One, you know, one day I asked him, I said, hey, uh, uh, a funny quick story. Let me just tell you. So he was looking for a home. I said, hey, I can get it done for you. He went to USA. They wanted like 20% down. I said, what are you talking about? You got to, you're a vet. Yeah. We did, we did a deal for my, for my, for my um, um, dining room table. He freaked out. He, he was into it. The whole deal, $50. And he said, man, how do you do this stuff? Well, let me show you. Nice. So, so I asked him, I said, let me pay for your license. So he was actually our first real estate agent for home buying, home selling. Nice. And and then he uh, eventually now he's a broker, and that's how we became partners. And what ended up happening is, as he was learning, he was just all the time wanting to learn, wanting to learn, wanting to learn. We sat next to each other for for about five years. Within six months, he was talking the lingo. I looked over him. I was like, "Wow, this guy is really getting it." Let me tell you a funny story. He was putting all his contracts in. He wanted to flip a house, but I was gun shy because I lost everything. Mm. And then one day he came to me and said, hey, we got a deal. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's put it through the pipe. He said, no, we got a deal. Mm. What do you mean? He said, we got a deal. And I, that, was the, that was the decision that I had to make. Like, are we going all the way mm. or am I going to shy away? And we decided to move. And after that, we started doing flips, flips after flips after flips, and then sub twos and then wholesaling. And now we just do the whole thing. So. Nice. When did that first flip come back? What year was that, you think? That was... Uh, that was uh, around mid-2012. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about your market of San Antonio, but 2012 was really the bottom for my market as well. Mm. Uh, so great timing. Uh, and again, um, flipping in San Antonio, right? That was That's what you've been yeah, doing. Yeah, so, so something about San Antonio, a lot of people don't know. San Antonio, really, it took a small hit. The, mm. the, 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 the prop, you know, the market took a small hit, but it rebounded real quick. Now, what got mm. destroyed was uh you know the mortgage brokers um uh, industry and the mortgage bankers took a hit but but that the lending got destroyed a bit but the the, the valuations really didn't take that much of a hit and we really saw a rebound really really quick you know so you know we i got hurt because i was in lending but a lot of people were doing fabulous okay all right so tell so let's you remember the first you remember the details on the first flip like what'd you pay what'd you do all that that's always fun. Um, I think we picked it was it was it was real funny we picked it up for like forty seven thousand and this was a house. And I, yes, and I told okay. him it was a small house. Yeah. I said, Michael, if we're gonna do this, you're gonna learn how to do this. We're gonna go and do we're gonna do this ourselves. Sweat equity. <laughs> okay. And, and, and I hadn't flipped the house in, in years since since oh eight or or oh seven rather and and. Uh, we went in there and I said, hey, we're going to take this wall down. And I just totally lost it about, yeah. um, you know, the the, 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 the load beams, you know. Yeah. We knocked out this wall. We came back <laughs> the next day and the ceiling was like this. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so I said, we're going to hire somebody, man. Yeah, it's a better idea. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good deal. You know, we didn't make a lot of money that first one. We made about 8000 but, uh, you know, we pulled our money out. It was It was a good learning experience for him and for myself. Yeah. So then, so often the first one's kind of like a proof of concept. It's often, you know, Hey, you made money. A lot of people lose money the first time, Charles. So, so I, I'm guessing some is good, more is better. And, and that becomes a, a growing part of your business in, in 2012. 
Yeah, you know, what happened was that uh, Mike and I started falling into our own roles. So, so as we discovered, uh, we started doing subject twos early, you know, a lot, okay. a lot, you know, subject two has been around for a long time, but it's only become chic in the last three or four years. Mm. We were doing them back in, you know, in 13 and 14. We, so Michael really gravitated towards that and, and doing the, overseeing the royalty. We, we'd oversee the flips together. I'd oversee all the data and credit financing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as we just kind of grew, we just started adding more stuff, more stuff to our, uh, our, our, uh, our skill set mm-hmm. um and 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 we just we, we were really big into flipping for a long time and and actually this year um this is the year that we're going to be focused on getting more more properties we stopped and, and during the covid mm-hmm. and last year a little bit we were focused on other stuff but this year we're going to actually jump back into it uh full force and we actually have i think eight houses right now mm-hmm. uh they not only are we purchasing but we're we're going to be uh some we're going to be flipping to sell and mm-hmm. some to hold Nice. I was curious about subject two back then. It wasn't something I've ever done. Certainly nothing I looked at back then. I'm just going to guess. Um, subject two back then, at least for my experience, the debt structure was horrible, right? A lot of people had these Nina loans and adjustable. I mean, most people wouldn't want to do a subject two on that because the debt would come back and bite you. Did, did you find a way around that? Well, I think I tell everybody this. A lot of people teaching subject twos, you got to do a lot of subject twos to know what's good and what's not so mm-hmm. what mike and i we figured out was this in san antonio clip notes real quick we mm-hmm. figured out there's a lot of bets that that plc out okay. and they end up buying homes they can't sell because they're competing with the build on the street especially ah, in, okay. especially in the stagnant market or or you know you know right now it's kind of hard because everybody thinks they can sell their house for a hundred thousand more than what they bought it <laughs> yeah but what, what we found was this we could take over these homes the new homes we focus on new homes most of our homes are are are, are, are you know uh you know they're all very very new homes you know uh, okay like right now we focus on anything that's three years or, or newer oh wow what we, what we figured out was we could take these homes for nothing out of our pocket because they were always paid on time mm. no rehab because the homes are new no reinstatement a little bit of cleanup and we could rent them uh, at the time we weren't doing airbnb at the time we could rent them or we could wrap them Hmm. Now, the only time we would wrap is we were putting money uh, into to reinstate. So mm-hmm. we get our money back uh, uh, right. by, by selling the property at a slight premium, get our money back on, uh, on, on the wrap as a down payment. But we were making we're making on these deals about five points. Mm-hmm. So so we're making about five points on these deals monthly. That's good income uh, per home. But sure. we're also building our equity into it because our loan goes down faster right. than theirs because of the interest rate. Right. So we, we started doing a lot of zero interest, excuse me, a lot of zero equity subject to wraps mm-hmm. in 2014. And then the ones that we would rent, so we could keep for at least 10 years are the sub two rentals. Okay. So those were the homes that uh, we didn't put a lot of money into it. And I tell a lot of people this, if you can get a home, we don't put a lot of money into it, rent it or Airbnb it if it's in a good area. Yeah. If you're going to pay reinstatement or rehab, you should wrap those so you get your money back out. Because what yeah. you don't want is to have money trapped in the property, and then and then you got to kick somebody out, and do it all over again. You got money trapped in the property. Yeah. So I want to go back to this kind of two thousand because again, I never done one. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to play it together in my head. So it sounds like you were fishing mainly for VA loans, which were thirty year fixed. I'm guessing. Yes, we were primarily looking at VA loans, and the primary reason for that was because of what I shared with you. Yeah, uh, it makes we sense. knew the, the vets were always paying the properties on time because they get yeah. think. But the other reason was there's no PMI, no MI. 
Got so the it. Payments lower. Uh, the payments lower, you can make more money. Gene, and again, San Antonio is a big hub for the military. Five bases, brother. Five bases. Called military, <laughs> military city, USA. You know. You're going hunting. I like it. Okay, this makes total sense to me now. Uh, and I, again, I've never done. Do VA loans have this do on sale clause and stuff like that? Or well, they, they, maybe all they the, don't. I don't know. All the all the loans have do on sales. Oh. You know, we, we've had two loans called on us, uh, mm -hmm. and it was for real freaky reasons. So we're we're real, real we're, we we protect ourselves as we learn. Uh, stuff that happens, right? And, and I won't go into why the court that was called, but it was this weird stuff that happened. But the do on sale, look, everybody needs to understand the lender has the right to call do on sale. Yeah. Now, what we do is this if we're going to do what we call a sub two flip, meaning we find a property with some equity, mm. we'll do sub two flip, we're going to most likely put that into an LLC because we want to get out of that pretty quickly. Okay. You can't put it into a trust, but then you got to pull it out of the trust, put it into LLC. If we're going to hold something for five years or more, we're going to put it into a trust. Not just one protect you more than the other. Look, it doesn't. The thing about the, the thing about the, the 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 trust. What I like about it is this: is that if someone passes away and you have an LLC, you have it an LLC, and they give you a POA, that POA is no good. Oh. If you end up holding the property for five years, six, seven years, you know, seven, eight years, and the title company says, "Well, hey, we need to verify this POA is still good," and you can't find that guy, they're not going to honor that POA. But with the trust, the trust lives. Mm -hmm. So whether that person passes away or gets lost on you, you're still the trustee of the trust. You get to make decisions of the trust. And how we how we take care of that is not only do we get the individuals to sign the trust over to us, right? We get all the beneficiary rights to the trust. So we own what's in the trust. So that's how we do it. Everybody, you know, kind of there's a lot of attorneys that fight on both sides, LLC, trust. What I say to attorneys that do this stuff is, look, you write paper. How many of these properties do you own? How many mm -hmm. banks? How many banks have you talked to? How many times have you had to fight for the insurance or or fight the bank? For, how many times have you done it? Okay, if you mm -hmm. haven't done it, then how can you tell me which one's better than the other? Yeah. So, so this is our experience, man. We we've done probably over three hundred subject twos. We own uh, our 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 portfolio is probably around eighty nine properties right now, cool. and about half of those are sub two wraps, sub two rentals. Nice. And just so people know, POA is. A power of attorney. Yeah, power of attorney. Very cool. So, okay, so 2013, 14, it's growing. You're, you're finding a way to make it work. You're holding some, you're wrapping others. Your income's going up. No dead money in deals. I like it. Uh, where, where's the next step? Where, where do you, when do you start to hold? Because right now we're still flipping. When did you so, say, so hey, let's hold some? We started holding in like in 2014. Oh, you so did? Okay. We, we, yeah, we started figuring out. So, so it came in stages. We were doing realty and right away we went into flipping. So we're flipping, 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 flipping. And, and what happens, guys, is when you're doing a lot of deals, you're going to find out, you're going to find that things sometimes don't work the way you want them to. You, yeah. have, to, you have to make decisions. Yeah. So what we found is, a man, we got to keep this one. We can't sell it. Okay. So, so we're trying to figure out how to do that. And so, so back then, um, you know, there's a lot of people teaching today. You can find a lot of stuff on YouTube. But back then, a lot of the information wasn't, wasn't, on, wasn't mm -hmm. out there. So we had to reverse engineer a lot of this stuff. And, and, uh, and we figured out how to do subject two. So we started keep, we said, Hey, let's keep some of these. We started keeping them. And truth be told, we didn't really start wholesaling until 2000, maybe 2015. Okay. Um, we understood people were doing it. Nobody would tell us how to do it. <laughs> and today I tell people how to do it. Like this is how you do it. 15 right. minutes. This is how you go. Um, and we just reverse engineered it. So, so, so as we grew from realty to doing flips, subject twos, which led to rentals and wraps. And then we started wholesaling. 
and then and then it, it went from there and, and and that's really pretty much how we just kept building on strategies that's awesome so let's uh, so you talked about covid slowing things down a little bit so uh let's it's late 2019 things are humming along and this little beer virus comes out and uh yeah. really, really puts a dent in stuff so what what happened there well um mike if you, if you don't mind let me just sure jump back to 2016 okay in 2016 we decided to build a team but back then it was just mike and i oh okay and so we opened up an office you know what let's do it and yeah. right away you know we had a team man and and to this day we have about five guys that are still with us nice and 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 i love those guys and 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 i just want to i just want to thank them on this on, on i want to acknowledge those guys here Perfect. Uh, we'll see all their names, but they're here with us. Come on, so say their first team. names. Come on, let's let's give them some. Props. We got Manny Cash, we got Miguel, we got Frank, uh, Father Frank, uh, of course, my boy Michael. We have uh, Teddy, which is Alejandro, and 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 then we got Mario and, and, and Daniel. They've been with us the longest. Cool. And uh, and 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 of course, we you know in this business you're going to see a lot of turnover, but those guys have been been down with us the longest. And here's the thing, they they rode the whole way with us. Mm-hmm. up and down up and down up and down so we get to we get to covid the covid area what happened with us buddy in 2000 uh, october 2019 we we were heavy into el paso we for a few months we we're picking up a lot of subject twos okay. we had tw- we had 12 that we had taken on and we noticed the market started to slow mm. uh, at that time and then yeah. covid hit right we paid 12 mortgages for almost six months. Now imagine that. Yeah. There's nobody in the home, and you took you told these people you're going to pay their 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 mortgage, an average of about sixteen hundred bucks per per home, and we were so lucky that right before COVID really started hitting hard, that we got people in all those homes. You know, nice. and uh, but 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 you know, that's the type of volume we were doing uh, with with sub two. You know, we were taking on a lot of properties every single month, mm-hmm. and we were either creating transactions and selling those to investors who wanted to do what we do, but they didn't have the logistics, mm-hmm. but we were taking them down ourselves. Yeah. And again, most of these sub twos, even back you know, in 19 were 30 year fixed rate mortgages. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, all the ones we have are 30 years. So. Yeah. You would, yeah. That, that whole debt structure, uh, is something you got to watch not only in subject two, but I think you're going to watch it in commercial. It's going to hurt a lot of people because that's what hurt people back in 08 is the debt structure blew up. It wasn't the asset. It yeah. was the debt that became a problem. So we very, got, very cool. We got really lucky. Um, we're real careful about who we put into the homes. Mm-hmm. There's always an exception. There's always that guy. Yeah. But, but uh, man, all our people paid, you know. Nice. We're, yeah. Paid and, I was uh, really nervous in March, right? March of whatever that was, 2020. I'm like, damn, dude, what, what happens if half my portfolio doesn't pay? But, yeah. you know, now, knock on wood, two years later, it's only about a 1% delta year to year. So, I mean, it, it, was, it was down, but not down what I thought it we, would be. We experienced about the same. Yeah. 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 Very cool. So now I'm si- now I'm excited, man. Now you're out there, you're helping people. Uh, you know, you're doing amazing things. Where do you, where do you take this HBHS? Cause it's, uh, it's got some legs. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, I want to say one thing about COVID, man. COVID hit me, man. I want to just go back to that. I'm like, I'm sure. passed away from it. I was in the hospital for two months. With a, you were in the hospital for two months. With the machine and everything. Wow. And uh, what I meant to say about my people was, uh, and I forgot to say this, was the company kept going. Even with me, with me not here, you know. And, Shout and out so, to them. You know, I love all these guys. But, you know, with HPHS, our goal today in 2020, uh, 20, uh, 2022 is we 
last year around May, we started a, an association mm-hmm. where we hold events every single month. Awesome. And we average about 150. We've got up to 250, 120. We average about 150 uh, uh, people coming out every single month to come here to talk about stuff. We have, we, have a, we, we bring some um, special guests, but most of it's being Mike just sharing information. You know, we, it's, it's a real, but we, I like yeah. to call it an association. Um, we have an online association where people we share a lot of content. We share a lot of content on YouTube. We have a private community where uh, investors sign up with us. And every week we're just sharing con- uh, just, just information about real estate that we do mm-hmm. and, and stuff we have experience in. Our goal for HPHS, and, and I never wanted to do this, Mike. I'll be honest with you. I, I've resisted this for many, many years. Um, I, I never wanted to be that educational guy. Ah, okay. um, I never wanted to be that guy um, because I experienced a lot of the negativity of that coming up, yeah. right? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's the way the market's going. I mean, that's the way the real estate's going. And we happen to have a lot of knowledge. We have, we have a scope of work. We have the track record. And so we're, we're launching our own uh, educational platform. But, but uh, you know, you never know. I mean, some people like the way some people teach. Some people don't. Yeah. We're going to give it a shot. We have a lot to offer. We have, we have, we have a huge scope of work yep. and i always tell everybody this if you're going to learn from somebody you know i'm not saying you can't learn from somebody who just started because i don't ever throw anybody on the bus but if i wanted to learn from somebody i'm going to learn from somebody who's been doing it a minute so I, 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 yeah i will uh, i will second that i think there are a lot of um i don't know what to call it but basically if you've been doing this for five years or less you have only known an up market and uh, I believe a recession could be in the offing later this year, yep. certainly next year. And you really learn about yourself, what you can do, how you fight through things uh, in the downtime. A lot of people make money. I, I, you, know, you talked about the, the you know, pre-crash. I knew there was a problem when a real yep. estate broker in a very small city of Madera, California, bought one of six... Um, why am I drawing a blank on the car? Some super sports car. There were only six McLaren, one of six McLarens. I'm like, why the hell is this real estate? Not even broker. I'm sorry. Real estate agent bought a McLaren. I'm like, dude, something is wrong. This is not normal. Yeah. And, and, and you're exactly right. And like I said, I don't, I don't throw people under the bus, but what I tell individuals who have been doing this for three years, you know, maybe four and, and they've had some success. I say, guys, you, you, if when this market eventually takes a dip, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to know what you're made of, man. Because most of my friends that were in the real estate business, with the exception of a, maybe two or three, and I knew a lot of people are gone. Oh, yeah, gone. They're Never to come gone. back. Never came back. Yeah. What I would tell a, lo- a young hustler today that's had success the last two or three years is if you're not putting money away for a rainy day, you're, you're not going to have an umbrella when it, when it, when it gets nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do me a favor, Charles, tell people where they can find you. Tell them where you're hosting all this stuff. Where do you, where do we want to send people? Well, I appreciate you sharing that. I got a, I, uh, we have, we have a, a Facebook association. I, I have a link here. Um, mm-hmm. You don't mind. Let me see. Sure. Uh, probably need to share your, Oh, your, uh, let me share this with you there, buddy. There you go. I just gave you access. Okay. So, let me get to this one first. Mm-hmm. Here we go. This is our Instagram, Mike and me. 
you guys want to follow us, um, you know, we 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 don't we put a lot of stuff on Instagram. That's mainly where people contact us at. Yeah. So anybody who wants to hit us up and hit us up there. Mm-hmm. Um, now the or you can find a lot of educational stuff that we do mm-hmm. is uh, right here. This is uh, going to be. Let me see here. This is going to be our YouTube channel. And nice. guys, if you're interested. And, and some of the stuff that we do, you are more than welcome and, and more than welcome to join us here on Alliance. So Alliance is a group that we started here in December. We go in there and it's one-on-one with me and Mike. Like tonight I'm doing a presentation. It takes about an hour, an hour and a half and there's no holds barred. We, dis- we disclose everything we can Within that hour, we have a lot of our videos there, a lot of a lot of PDFs there with a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we do is we disclose a lot of stuff. We if we talk about subject two and whatever whatever area of subject two we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. we're going to go deep into it. And we're going to be tonight we're going to be talking about bankruptcies and subject twos. So I'm going to go deep into that and share with people what what our experience has been. We've won every single time somebody has filed bankruptcy on us on the seller side mm-hmm. or the buyer side, and there's a way to do that. And so. Um, I think it's, I want to say it's happened to us a little over 10 times. Like I don't have the number exactly in my mind, sure. but we've won every single time. There's a link right there. If you're interested, uh, mm-hmm. join Alliance. Um, and, and, uh, I, I welcome anybody to come in now. I will say this, Mike, and I did mm-hmm. ask you that is, uh, a paid, um, a paid community. Mm-hmm. But the reason we did that is because we want to deal with people who want to deal with us. Yeah. We want to deal with people who want to deal with each other. And it's kind of hard to do that on Facebook, mm-hmm. YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram because everybody's all over the board. What we want to do in the community is get to know you. We want to know you first name basis. We want to know what's going on. You got an issue. You have a problem. Hey, I got this deal. I know how to do it. Okay, let's get it done. And that's what we built the, uh, the Alliance community for. Very cool, man. Charles, I appreciate you. you got a great story. Uh, again, it's uh, 20 years in the making. And uh, you own it, man. I think you're doing some great stuff. I think subject two is going to be an amazing strategy in the next recession. So many people are going to have 30-year debt under 3%. That is going to become an asset when rates are 5 or 6%. So it, it's a strategy I have to learn. I've never done it, never poked at it. I've been a strictly buy and hold guy with 30-year debt. So I know I need to wrap up, uh, ramp up my game. So uh, hey, thank you. Let me know, brother. Oh, man, I got you, man. I'll leave everybody with a nugget right now. There you go. If you're going to learn subject two with this coming coming uh, downturn that we're going to have, mm-hmm. people are going to be losing their homes. What you really need to learn is this. You, learn, you need to learn how to modify loans, and you need to learn all the different modifications for the different structure of loans, conventional VA, FHA, and USDA. If you learn that, you'll be able to push back the reinstatements to the back of the loan, take over subject to get these deals done. There you go, man. Folks, again, Charles gave you ways to follow my follow him on Instagram. Go check out the Alliance if that's what you want to do. But yeah, sure, I, again, subject to is an area I know zero about. It is something that I need to add to, add to my bag of tricks going forward because uh, I like to, I, I would like to get some 30 year debt under 3%, Charles. That's some pretty cheap ass money. Let me know, brother. I got you, man. All right. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.